Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alamin. Wassalatu wassalamu ala Rasulullah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. We find in different places in the Qur'an Allah describing and telling us different things about the concept of taqwa. Allah says, Inna lilmuttaqina mafaza. Allah says, Inna lilmuttaqina inda rabbihim jannatin naheem. There are these amazing rewards for people of taqwa. But you notice something when, when Allah is, whenever Allah is describing these amazing rewards, of course, just like in this life, a person is not going to get the reward of an A plus, for example, if they don't prepare, if they don't study, if they don't put in the work beforehand. So the idea is for us to look at what we need to put in, to put work in regarding now, so that hopefully we can end up in these amazing situations. And we ask Allah to make all of us from among the people of Jannah, and we ask Allah to protect us from the other option in the next life. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. When we look at the ayat in Surah Al-Baqarah that directly relate to Ramadan, the, the first thing Allah tells us about the reason why we're trying to put in this effort of fasting in the first place, لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ And the Prophet taught us, والسلام, he pointed to his chest, to his heart three times, and he said, التَّقْوَى هَاهُنَا He said, taqwa is here. You can translate taqwa, it's one of those words you can use five, six, seven different words and it's kind of somewhere in between of all of them, right? The, in, in, in a nutshell, the simplest explanation, even though it's not complete, the simplest attempt would be piety, God consciousness. And the reality is if a person is conscious of Allah Azza wa Jal, then that ties in with piety, that ties in with fearing Allah, that ties in with protecting yourself from Allah, protecting yourself from Allah's punishment. There are many layers to it. And this is the, the, the amazing depth that we find time and time again in the Qur'an. In the first ayah regarding the month of Ramadan, Allah tells us, O oh, you who believe, fasting has been prescribed for you, just like those before you, so that you may attain taqwa, so that you can work on your heart. The Prophet taught us taqwa is where? It's something internal. The roots of taqwa are internal. The roots of taqwa are in the heart of the individual. And if those roots are watered, because when we water a tree, we don't water the leaves, we don't water the fruit as beautiful and amazing and delicious as that fruit is. That's not where you water. You water the roots. And the roots are hidden. The roots are unseen. The foundation of the house likewise is unseen. It's also the most important part. The roots are the most important part. right? So instead of paying the least attention to them and only focuses on the branches and, and the fruit, Allah is reminding us to look at the roots. لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ Fasting is supposed to be something that affects the heart of the person, not just within the month of Ramadan, but even outside of Ramadan. It's not going to be the same. It's not going <clears> to <throat> be the same level. It's not going to be the same level of output. That's understood. But if, if something can be carried on even after the month of Ramadan, this is also part of the intention that we need to have from before Ramadan. We want to kick it up as best we can during the month, but then we also want to keep something going afterwards. And it's not just about the external. A lot of the time we think about the external elements of fasting, the food and the drink and so on and so forth. But the Prophet warned us. He warned us about fasting and the only thing that we get out of it is hunger and thirst. And he warned us about praying qiyam and the only thing we get out of it is, is exhaustion and fatigue. What the Prophet is warning us is to not only do these things externally, but to also be impacted by them internally. To also benefit from them internally. So it's not just fasting hunger and thirst, that happens, but what about the character? How is it going to influence our character? How is it going to influence our hearts? لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ Likewise with the praying. 
it's supposed to permeate these 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 ritual acts are supposed to be spiritual as well and they're supposed to permeate the rest of our beings the rest of our lives it's not just go to the masjid on friday and then do everything else the other six days right the idea is to try to maintain it's a struggle for all of us but we try to maintain some some sense of taqwa during the month of ramadan as best we can but then also afterwards it's not just show up only ramadan and then things go back to exactly how they were beforehand, then what did we really get out of the month of Ramadan? It's supposed to be transformative. Little by little, no one is saying massive changes, but baby steps. And we want to continue those baby steps after the month of Ramadan as well. We ask Allah, we're almost there, but we're not there yet. You're not there until you're there. Allahumma balighna Ramadan. We hope to reach Ramadan and to take advantage of it as best we can. And we ask Allah for both the internal effects of Ramadan and the external effects of Ramadan. We ask Allah to guide all of us and forgive us. We ask Allah to gather all of us in paradise. Amin. Wa akhiru da'wana. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.